0: Welcome to Auto Travel in a journey on my show today is my dear colleague and friend Faye Blake. Hey Faye, how are hey, you doing? Hey Alex, really well, thank you. Yeah, lovely yeah. to be here. Uh, great to be here. We're both living on a solid mantra today. I mean, you you kind of said that your mantra, you know, like, and I'm grateful that you, <laughs> you placed it back into my brain. Um, tell us what today is about for you today, Faye. <laughs> I was saying
1: there's lots of movement going on in my life and so you get these kind of projections of future and feeling into the past and so letting go of all illusions and yeah, just being in today and the present and surrendering into what is and seeing the beauty in that.
0: I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel Inner Journey. Journeying now for 30 years into the life and practice of yoga, I have met many who have taken interesting turns, went past extraordinary bumps and reached unexpected places. People with whom I shared conversations about everyday struggles, intimate realizations, larger questions, ideas and dreams. So today I am passing on the mic to one of them so we could hear and celebrate the wisdom in people's differences and experiences. Absolutely, the surrender part is so necessary mm-hmm. and um, I know dear listener that you are not listening to it while we're going through all these planetary constellations if you're interested or not <laughs> it doesn't matter but, but uh, maybe it's one of those days when you're listening and that could be a thing you know just kind of when the when the battling gets too hard you know it's good to surrender mm. mm-hmm. and just be with what comes in and this is also something we want to talk about in the show today because um, Faye is a transformation coach and your was that your first profession hairdresser or was that something that came with a lot of other things? Yeah, <laughs> there were a few others. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've always yeah. been
1: searching for what I really like want what connects with me and so there were a few others but hairdressing has been the the longest running theme mm. um but I've dipped in and out of I needed to let go of it for a while while I connected with my true um identity really who I wanted to be and not the kind mm. of version of me that was there um but I found it in a really natural way and that just oh it just makes me smile so much that I've Joined the two like this real natural side of me and mm. that side of me that was there in the, the hairdressing because there is beauty in it there's so much beauty in the connection and the, mm. you're almost a, a coach and a counselor as a hairdresser so yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that side of it was there
0: mm. I want to talk to you about that because um, I take a long spin to come back to this one but what I noticed lately is like you know I'm going, for example, through menopause, you know, and even though I'm quite educated on the alternative path, and everybody knows what menopause is, you know, but I'm also interested how to tweak my health constantly. I noticed how little, you know, this is a subject amongst women our age, and every woman goes through that, and nobody talks about it. And, Mm -hmm. The why I'm coming back to to you and your topic here is exactly the same with hairdressing. You know, like I find that hairdressing, you actually brought me to this way of thinking. I hated being at the hairdressers, you know, Mm -hmm. and there was two things. I felt not seen, you know, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be guided a little bit. I didn't understand my hair, you know, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I wanted to be guided. And often it was just like, frumpy woman that would say like oh you have a lot of hair and yeah yeah you just do it like that no you can't do this and Mm. it was never a conversation and then I lost my curls and we we spoke uh as we were both on a training and a coating training and you you kind of just brought this to me this idea there's so much more you can do for your hair and Mm. you know you can You can take an interest in that way. And then I went out and followed your advice and I sought out a good hairdresser And as it happened, this hairdresser, he had always like apprentices and people that were really into conversation. And Mm -hmm. I suddenly felt like I I dropped right down into something super important that I want to sit Mm -hmm. at the hairdresser because it's about me. It's my own self-care, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's about somebody who wants to talk about my hair and treated like a part of me you know that needs the love and affection that's what my hairdresser does a lot you know it seems like he just blushes up you know like he pushes up my hair and then suddenly you know like it feels so much better suddenly even though he just did that and uh, so now I talked a lot about me, but I wanted, you know, to come you as a professional, mm. both ends of the spectrum, you know, um, self-care, awareness, transformation, you know, and from this kind of connection to a part of us that we like to treat. And at the same time, we don't really take care of, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, well, how do you see that? What do you want to kind of share with us at this point? <laughs>
1: Yeah I really see I see what you're saying when they're like puffing it up it's almost like asking your hair what it wants to do and I see this a lot in the body like the body's always talking our our emotional body our physical body it's always talking how do we gain that conversation with it and it's by going into this more intuitive way of living and so with hairdressing it's the same it's like what's going on within there what does it actually want to do how does it want to express and then that connection of oh when it's in its free expression it's us it's an extension of us and we're not molding and shaping it to fit in like we do with the rest of our body in life to be in a box or how it should look and so it's like a real process of freedom and living in alignment with how it naturally wants to be in alignment with nature and and actually the the salon I work in now is we have an apothecary and we forage and we go into the herbs and all of the natural side of it and it's like the support of how nature gifts us those um yeah literally gifts us that wisdom of how we can look after our hair and how it wants to be and support it so yeah I see that it's just that word intuitive what's what's going on how's it speaking and how do we listen and guide it
0: Hmm.
1: um, and be the Hmm. guide rather than yeah tell it how it should be
0: Yeah. And, um, so coming back to you as I also see you as a person here, you know, like, I mean, it's what I heard you saying earlier, you, you did hairdressing and then you went out of it because it didn't feel like you, what didn't feel like you at that point? It was, um,
1: I had gone so far away from myself and shaping myself externally of how I should look and should be that I had this huge disconnect with how I felt inside and who I was. It was like it was screaming at me and the outside was just fitting in with how, how I should be. Um, and it was a it was a real high-end salon and um, lots of kind of competition. I worked at London Fashion Week. It was like a real external place to be and fun, and, and it can be, but it really wore... My spirit and my soul down it just wasn't being seen like you said I wasn't mm. my own free expression or being seen and that went into um, me becoming really depressed and addicted to alcohol and food and binging and cigarettes and I had this oh. whole process that was really highlighting that I was totally living out of alignment with my true self mm. um, so that that was beautiful it's been it's been what 10 years now nearly since I left that salon or eight years Mm. actually since I left that salon and through that time studied naturopathic nutrition and um, Mm. Ayurvedic coaching and going through these processes of understanding my inner world and then the combination then it began to come back out that creative side in me began to come back out again I, I had to go through that process and kind of let go of it and really cut away from it because I knew that I could drop into this almost like being a chameleon I can put that hat on and be in that place and I can go into that space but Mm. I didn't want to live in multiple places I wanted to be really centered and and living from within Uh, Mm. so it's been a big process and I've only been in this salon now for two years that it's the people it attracts when you're in a natural hair alchemy herbalist salon are people that are also on their own journeys and their own way of connecting with the planet and connecting with their inner authenticity and so conversations that brings up and the the barriers and the masks are already worn down a little bit or wanting to go into that place of being seen.
0: Hmm. So So this is interesting to me and uh, because the funny Bit about it is that i went to a high-end professional hairdresser salon you know like that you seemingly quit and i can see how you know because it's like you're on your feet all day and you say like there's competition and it's like about pampering the client and the client might not have strange opinions that you you know like i don't know what what it is that makes it difficult for you maybe you can share a little bit without being you know um whatever but I, it was funny that I met these people that were interested in psychology and in, you know, like I meet the quirkiest people and hairdressers in this salon. And that Mm -hmm. is so bizarre to me. And the because the other end of the truth for me is that when I go into natural herbal treatment for my hair my hair gets wonky you know and and it kind of like intertwines too much it looks flat and Mm -hmm. so what is it you know like what is it that made you experience that pain in the world exactly if there's something that you can pinpoint and why do I see it so differently from the customer perspective you know Mm. maybe he can reveal a little bit to us what's really going on behind the scenes there yeah
1: Mm. it sounds like just from what you're saying about the salon you're in that everyone's in quite an expression of themselves and Mm. like they're very unique in their approach and way of being and the salon I wasn't it wasn't like that, and I'd only experienced that one salon. So I'm really just speaking mm. from that place and that company. Yeah. Um, but it was very kind of almost clone-like, and everyone—if you didn't look like that, then you weren't in, and you weren't. Yeah. So it—it it wasn't that place of this free expression, like it sounds like um, you're in now, and mm. um, the place that you enjoy being in. And I'm not saying that all salons are like that, but just the place that I'm in now with it being really kind of natural it's a totally different vibe so just for instance when you come in it's like front room kind of vibes it's really soft it's not white and stark and mirrors in fact the mirrors people get a choice if they want to cover the mirror over if they don't want to sit and look at themselves so there mm. doesn't have to be mirrors um there's a choice of people saying I just want to be in silence like they'll fill a form in before I just having a day and I don't want to be in um, a conversation at the moment I'm just in a process and I want to be in that and so it's really meeting someone from how they come in and how they want to engage with you um how much they want to be advised and we do do a whole education around herbal hairdressing so and that in itself is an absolute process kind of Mm -hmm. like with ayurveda when you're first learning how to do bits you fit in one dosha and you're like oh i'm going to follow all the things for this and it's like oh no it's much more about how the elements dance together Mm -hmm. um and so in hairdressing it's a real similar thing you can't then go on to one herb or one flower or one clay and it just work with you forever it's kind of like the body where you need a whole range of elements within it um, Mm. to to create a balance so if there's a a stickiness or a clumpiness then you'll use something different to cleanse it and then you'll use a different something so it's really listening learning to listen to what it's bringing up and same with the digestive system how that's showing if it's hot or fiery or slow or sluggish how is that manifesting in
0: the hair and what can I do to create more oh, yeah. of a balance. Mm-hmm. Oh wow yeah so I hear, hear you saying that and um, so why do what we kind of you know buy in professional saloons or salons why does that work so much for most people and why is it difficult with the alternatives? Mm-hmm. You- so it's um,
1: it tends to be the a lot, a lot of it is patterning. So it's habituated patterning, what we learn how to wash our hair and what to use. Mm-hmm. And we end up creating like these cycles where we deplete the hair so we'll overstrip the oils which then means the hair needs to like produce loads of these oils so the shampoo works again by removing them and making yeah. the hair light and fluffy but then you need it again really quickly so you're almost getting these vicious cycles with these products yeah um and so they work because they create the problem and then they clear it and they create it and then they clear it and oh. and that works when you're in that cycle absolutely yeah and when you go on to more natural products that don't have the kind of silicones in or the coatings in or the plastic is essentially plastic which mm. creates a hair soft and shiny in which case it separates and creates more volume and bounce and um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: separation and it can go towards more of a, a stickiness and you have to use different things to cleanse it so it's mm. it's a habituated process that takes time and energy and awareness to break down and a lot of the time people just say I haven't got the time for this like I've got Mm -hmm. a family I've got a job I've got kids I just I want to wash my hair and know that it's going to look great and that's what the shampoo industry and conditioner industry does um so yeah it it works but Mm. it's also very unnatural and the chemicals that they use go into our systems because it goes on through our scalp and our skin which is one of the biggest organs Mm. Um, so yeah it's almost for me it was oh I'm when I got into it, it was one of the last places that I looked of changing, changing natural products. And it was I'd eat yeah. really, really healthily and look after myself and work out and meditate and yoga and everything on that level. And then I would be like, "Why am I still using these things?" Um, and it was one of the last things that come in. I see that a lot where um, where it's that one of the last things that kind of come in for people right now. I can focus on this, but it does it takes time. And when something's working like shampoos and conditioners do it's kind of like oh do I give this my attention or do I yeah yeah do something else that I know I want to give my awareness
0: yeah totally well spoken for because that is also where I looked last I mean I I am using more alternative shampoos now and they they work you know what I'm what I'm doing is working but I noticed that In between, when I go to my hairdresser ever so often, you know, I'm kind of happy that I have a little bit of the chemicals running through and they kind of bring my hair back to whatever shiny state, as you said, you know, and then um, I can go back to my alternative things, but we completely or not we but I miss to say where you are because I think people probably already perked their ears about like oh she's in that kind of hairdresser where is that well okay <laughs> just to add that to the interview at this point so you were currently in Bristol England right and yes. that's where the salon is or yeah um...
1: it's in Bristol so it's um I don't actually know which one there's a salon up north the salon I'm in is called Tame Domain and it's in Bristol mm. and and um, there's a salon up north called Wilderness and we're the only two in the yeah. um, in the UK and so uh, we have wow. people coming over from like Wales and over from London and up yesterday had a lady come up from Devon to have her hair done and it's just mm. like wow there's such a demand for this there's such a need for it that yeah. to actually embrace the the more natural a lot of it is like you said, like you lose your curls and then you're like, I know yeah. my hair was curly once. And then mm-hmm. people just go, oh, it's now just frizzy or it's not got an even pattern to it. So I don't even, don't even kind of bother to um, allow it to do its thing. And so curly hairdressing is really what one of the big things that the salon's known about around um, natural products and, and curls and yeah. so really kind of getting to know them but yeah it's in Bristol and she's just about to open a second one also in Bristol she was looking to branch out a little bit but wants to keep them fairly close because we've got a waiting list of like three weeks um, mm. at the moment sometimes that goes up towards kind of Christmas and bits or and we have mm. waiting lists so yeah it's a really a really in demand lovely place to be mm. um, and one of yeah. the biggest things is that it just feels
0: you feel seen because
1: it's that place of like, I can just come as as I am and I'm going to walk away with some wisdom and some knowledge.
0: And the other thing that I noticed about the services you do, and I know you also have your own business, not to just kind of put you in a hairdressing salon, Mm -hmm. you do your coaching, as I said, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's the hardest thing. To acknowledge for ourselves, isn't it? Like you, you even said that you know you were on search, and I am on constant search of you know like self improvement, healing, mm-hmm. whatever you you know health, um, whatever it is. And then the the hours you put into that, and the um, understanding you put into that, you're off. We often shy away from that commitment uh, and that financial commitment. Um, mm-hmm. Which which seems a lot at the time, you know, to just go to somebody like you, and I'm sure, you know, for other people that might be a pricey hair salon, you know, and um, uh, it's the same with the coaching, you know, we are shying away to deal with the cheaper trades of that kind of makes us um, put a pause apparently on on the issue, but. I think everything is highlighting to something, and wherever you kind of trying to grasp it is a good start. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm noticing. What what have you noticed in these kind of phases of self commitment towards you know self care in maybe in lieu of letting go of other expenses that we have? Yeah. Yeah, it's a
1: big one because it's like, oh, I haven't got the time for that. Time's the biggest factor for people. Time and money are the biggest, yeah, tend to be Mm -hmm. factors. And um, I notice a lot that people don't actively try and make a difference unless they're forced into it so that may Mm -hmm. be like health issues or it may be like in a hairdresser it may be like oh my hair started to fall out or it's starting to really break and then they'll do something about it whereas there have been these signs and symptoms kind Mm -hmm. of coming into it beforehand and same with coaching like with me it took that real knock of like wow I'm in an absolute hole of depression and um, addiction and I'm in this spiral that I know I can feel differently of but I had to get mm. to the depths, and, and that's happened a few times um, over the spiral of growth and self-understanding, but I had to get to a, a depth and a, almost like a rock bottom, like people say, and that yeah. can show up in both ways to get to it. Um, and so that's been a bit of a process. Like when things mm. happen and I have to take action, that's mm. when I've, I've made that difference to, to do it. Um, but the signs are there in, before that. And I think what we tend to do or what I see a lot more so, I mean, my course has both men and women on my coaching, um, Live Intuitively course has both men and women on, and and I love that because it brings such a multifaceted like dynamic to the group. Um, but just to speak here from women, we tend to put a lot of other people that we care about way before ourselves. And... Um, from that place then can really burn out or really go into like depletion and real fatigue or, um, just dis- total disconnect from ourselves and our path and our, what we truly, how we truly want to live. Mm. Um, so that also showed up. So yeah, mm. it's been, it's been spirals of me digging in deeper, like, okay, I need to go within and I need to actively take care of myself here and not just expect something to happen or expect a shift to happen. And mm. I see that within, yeah both within coaching and mindset not just mindset but like do a lot with people emotions and the way that people um manage their emotions and and then with hairdressing it's there as well and a, it shows up in the same way but obviously in a different different um path with hair like yeah it, like I say about the loss or the um breakage and stuff and it gets to that real rock bottom point before they're like I'm, I'm willing to invest in this I'm willing to um pay someone Mm. to do this for me rather than just ignore it
0: and you call your program live intuitively you know and so there is a contradiction in I I know there's a learning process in that because Mm -hmm. when we come back to understand that there have been signs and symptoms in our hair in our body whatever Mm -hmm. already and it's almost like a deeper voice you know that is closer to our intuition let's call that you know it's um it's we ignore that a lot you know yeah. what do you call intuitive living then for yourself you know or why is that it's almost like i'm what i'm trying to say and ask at the same time is that i i totally hear what you say we all have these things where we need to spiral into something that feels a little bit too much out of line with us Mm. out of balance you know not ourselves anymore Mm -hmm. until we take action but is it um is your program highlighting that for people or is it more something that (laughs) you know like what is it actually that you want to say with that why do you chose the name
1: the name yeah So it was really around when I first started working with people around nutrition and coaching, it was looking externally for the answers, and Mm -hmm. so asking a professional, going to see someone and asking them. And so within the naturopathic nutrition um, consultations, I would really get to know what's going in, and I can see the map of their bodies and how they've got to this place of how they're spending their energy. And then they're walking away with me saying, Take this supplement, try these foods, do that thing. And and it becomes, oh, the answers are outside of me. The answers Mm. are externally. When I go see this person, I feel better and I feel inspired. Mm. And I'm bringing that into my world and it makes a difference. I need to keep doing that. How can I keep looking outside? And I really quickly, within about a year and a half, realized that I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be the person that fixes someone or goes in to help someone. I want to empower them to see that map themselves. Um, And I really believe. Ayurveda does that with the elements and the energies and how you get to see them within your own body. Mm. And that to me is your body's intuitive nature and your body body's wisdom talking. That's your body's voice, mm. to, like being able to relate to you and talk to you and say, I need help here. I need balance. Like, how are you going to help me out? So it's really that map of ayurveda gifts that and it has for these thousands of years and then it gets passed on through people as it's awoken it's not a learning really it's an awakening within us that we're all built from nature and then we get to pass that on and empower the next person to see this map that guides them into their intuitive voice and their intuitive way of their body talking
0: and that's a narrative i would have followed uh, for a long time myself being ayurveda consultant myself um, and and I just kind of dare dare you to this conversation more more or less because what it uh, misses in itself, I know what you're saying, you know, a lot of us, uh, depending on our culture, for example, the Germans are very DIY, you know, I think um, in England and, you know, in a lot of other countries, we are more used to service and surrender to services, and we like it. and there's areas mm-hmm. where there we always expect service, for example, mm-hmm. in in the health region, you know, like yeah. the doctors and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that is so super, still super important, I feel, you know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, yes, we need to trust ourselves. but Secondly, we are no individuals, you know, we are all living on this grid of reflecting each other supporting each other, Mm -hmm. you know so the idea that you're putting out here, like when I listened to you, I suddenly thought about the hair dressing as we're on that topic, you know, just as an example for you, dear listener, you know, like, it's like, yeah, but I don't want to, you know, I want to understand my hair, but I also want somebody to kind of love it and kind of reassure me about my hair and Mm -hmm. What you didn't want it to do any longer, the natural path, you know, is super important to me, even though I mm-hmm. am very much about self-growth and DIY. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So I, I think it's a very, very thin line in kind of finding your intuitive voice and kind of using, for example, Ayurveda or any uh, natural healing path that kind of helps you to self-empower and stay connected with other people that do kind of help you along so I don't know what do you think
1: yeah I think it even more so because of that wisdom like this is how I see it is that we're all here to hold hands and guide each other through this path of life and walk each other through there's no point in one person just like shooting off on a rocket and being like oh yeah it's great I've got everything sorted I'm just going to live over here like we're all in this very much a path of walking each other home however you want to say it but just to be in a place of sharing wisdom and sharing experience Mm. and so working one-to-one like I was saying and it felt very much like I was going to be the expert in something and let someone know what they need to do in that moment and they would come to me and then they would leave whereas through the empowerment and through the shared like container of whether that is we hold workshops on herbal hairdressing. So it's like speaking from experience and holding workshops where everyone gets to share or whether that's in the coaching container where I don't work mm. one-to-one, but I work within a group of people and everyone's sharing their wisdom experience. And it's waking these parts of us up within that. And then I'm always going to be like learning more and more and wanting to learn more. So looking out to people, mentors that are like connecting with the land, connecting with their feminine wisdom, connecting with their... Um, like forage all of these things that I'm I'm now kind of like oh I'm intrigued to learn from someone who's more of a professional in that with me so that I can then pass that along so I still see it as this walking walking together and mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. doing that I don't kind of feel personally like I want to become an expert in one area I feel like I want to awaken lots within me of places within me and these parts within me and then be able to share from all of those places um yeah yeah,
0: yeah not sure if that kind of does enter it and and uh, what i think we're looking at in a very vague vague way is to find a degree of um you know self-empowerment while not feeling like because you you cannot solve everything by yourself this doesn't mean you're not self-empowered that there is a there's a mixed message in that. That's what I was trying to right, highlight okay. here in this interview. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And then when you know everything about Ayurveda, you're going to be, you know, now even my Ayurvedic doctor went to an Ayurvedic doctor. He went even yes. to a doctor, you know, like who, who put, uh, what do you call it, working with feed podiatrists or, uh, yeah. Yeah. You sure. know, and uh, what is that? Podi- yeah, podiatry. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so it's, and, It depends on what kind of personality you are. You know, I've been always the one that wanted to learn and have, you know, the tools and the keys and Mm -hmm. essentially kind of be able to do everything and trust in the systems. But there is also a foolishness in that. That's what I'm trying to highlight just from not because you said it, but because in this conversation, I noticed Mm -hmm. that uh, particular because you mentioned intuition it's a foolishness in that because it makes you sometimes too self-reliant you know and that's Mm -hmm. also paired with the culture I grew up in um yeah which I had to exchange for (laughs) more (laughs) Mm. service culture in order for me to understand also what does it mean to receive you know
1: okay no yeah I get I get that from that angle I didn't see it from that angle um yeah for me what that then brings up is that the intuitive part is also a a self-trust and so still trusting what comes within and being able to speak from that place and not just looking externally for answers and so if I'm going to nutshell it that's what it is it's this if you want to call it empowerment I don't tend to I've used that quite a lot but it's a way of trusting self trusting my own voice and knowing that it's valid Mm. so I would pedestal all of like the people that I would learn from and really compare and I'm less than and going into that and actually to be able to walk alongside everyone and share that meant that I also trust that I'm worthy so it's a place of worthiness and being Mm -hmm. good enough that I've received so much from going within and learning to yeah Yeah. feed listen to the the feedback my body's giving me yeah Mm. yeah yeah cool that was a great way of um yeah being able to vocalize something I feel but don't necessarily say thanks
0: yeah yeah and because the the funny thing is, is you are in a service industry I mean we heard you speaking about you know the hairdresser you work for and at the same time having your own business which is mm-hmm. trying to do the other thing and I heard this a lot amongst hairdressers because in the coaching world when you kind of know go deeper and deeper into how you coach people and how you can be seen you know i i hear a lot of stories from different entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and i hear that more and more that people who work in hairdressing they have a a key element of for some of of them is that connection to people and the gift to listen to people and reflect Mm -hmm. with them and make them feel good about themselves and I feel it's so undervalued and so wrongly kind of portrayed. I almost wish, you know, mm-hmm. that you would kind of be one of them that kind of breaks through this concept of what a hairdresser is, you know, yeah. and brings more to it because mm-hmm. why, you know, like, I mean, the shit that you hear as a hairdresser, you know, if, what, what people kind of... You know feel is going mm-hmm. on in their world and where they've been betrayed or where they're whatever it is you know like it is the therapy stuff at times yeah you know? absolutely. and yeah and uh, it, it takes keen and eager listening and also training to respond appropriately you know to mm-hmm. maybe help somebody forward and this is how I see my hairdresser. This is like, this is how I saw my first guitar teacher, you know, like in my, my thirties when Mm -hmm. i not my first, but you know, like when I came back to playing guitar, he was somebody who helped me to arrive back home in myself uh, Mm -hmm. just by playing guitar with me and being like there for me energetically and making me feel good about myself because Mm -hmm. I had moved countries and I had no friends, literally, you know, and, um, and it's the same with the hairdressers and when we start looking at these services more from that aspect that it's that we're actually looking for uh, the little in between you know to feel really well in in using that service you know that okay. that would be something that i'd like to see growing in a different direction you know away from from just a you know i cut your hair yeah. <laughs> kind of thing
1: yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. yeah I really see that I see that a lot in people and you are really that so that mirror that you come to in the hairdressers you the hairdresser is that it's that they're also yeah. mirroring and reflecting back of what what is going on within you within your yeah. your field at the time because you get to see and just to say this the, one of the reasons I had to leave it and come back in is because I wasn't fully in my own field I was very much Mm. swayed by what was going on in the environment and people and so all of the embodiment practices that I managed to um, practice and bring into my toolkit within that have given me this awareness of my own field so then I get to see what people are bringing more so on that deeper level Um, so yeah Mm. it, it was needed that break because of that and mm. I see that as a real kind of gift now that when someone comes in, they do feel, yeah, comfortable and seen and um, able to embrace more of their mm. truer kind of, I would say persona that, that brings another mask on, but their true self through allowing their hair to do what it wants to do.
0: Yeah. 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 Ah. Thank you yeah. for sharing so much about yourself, Faye. <laughs> eh? Mm-hmm. and a little bit about the hair yeah. Uh, yeah I'm not sure maybe you listener you can comment if you need more answers to hair questions I mean mm-hmm. we didn't want to do a workshop here but I I think we kind of talked about it like anything of your skin as you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier you know is an, a larger extension of yourself and how you treat you know your body and your life if you're stressed you know mm-hmm. and or eating too much bad foods for your body type, whatever, you know, and your hair can suffer from that as well. Mm -hmm. And some people suffer from really bad things, you know, as you said, like losing their hair. But if you, you know, like, um, I think my key idea was to bring you on, say, not just so much to give tips, but to see it as a larger extension of yourself, right? Mm So I think we covered that a little bit here yeah if there's anything that you'd like to you know give to our uh, listener like a, an advice or a gem or whatever you know then we can maybe use that as a final sort of offering <laughs> and yeah. if you want to get in touch with Faye all the details will be in the show notes so you can always kind of send her a message I'm sure
1: yeah absolutely I guess yeah two things that came through there hold workshops with Lara who's the owner who's got such amazing wisdom and I've got a recording of one that we did recently so if anyone wants the recording to look into actual tips on hair and scalp care and using more natural products and what products actually do then I know she will be and I'm super happy to um, send send that out to people Um, and then yeah secondly just really dropping in to recognize that whatever we're using on our hair is absorbed into our system so and there can be such a disconnect between what we're bringing in physically into our mouths and into our being and into our awareness and then just Mm -hmm. going and using kind of anything which still comes in and so just beginning to highlight okay yeah maybe maybe through that I could give myself some more nourishment some more self-care and um yeah that's yeah. ultimately what what we can do to trust ourselves and to drop into the more embodied way of living mm.
0: Mm. yeah great mm. thank you so much for coming yeah. on thank you thanks <laughs> for having me yeah my absolute pleasure and see you in the next show dear listener uh, have a wonderful day